If you've ever wondered what it takes to build a successful book coaching business, listen up. Author Accelerator just published an ebook that takes you behind the scenes of my book coaching journey to give you a sneak peek into how I started and grew my business. And if you grab a copy today, you'll get an extra special invite to listen in on a conversation between myself and Jenny Nash, the CEO of Author Accelerator, for all the juicy details on Tuesday, June 11th. To grab this free ebook and get a behind-the-scenes look at what it takes to build a successful coaching business, go to savannagilbo.com forward slash coach. It is possible to write a first draft in 90 days if you do the hard work of planning your story up front. And not just planning or outlining your story, but pressure testing your idea and your outline to make sure that you've addressed any plot holes, that you've properly fleshed out your character's arc, and that you've hit key structural moments that a story needs in order to work. Welcome to the Fiction Writing Made Easy podcast. My name is Savannah Gilbo, and I'm here to help you write a story that works. I want to prove to you that writing a novel doesn't have to be overwhelming. So each week, I'll bring you a brand new episode with simple, actionable, and step-by-step strategies that you can implement in your writing right away. So whether you're brand new to writing or more of a seasoned author looking to improve your craft, this podcast is for you. So pick up a pen and let's get started. In today's episode, I thought it would be fun to share some of the lessons I learned from coaching writers this year, especially because I saw a few patterns of behavior or a few lessons repeat over and over throughout the year. My hope is that you can see yourself in some of the examples I share and that maybe you'll realize you're not alone in some of your struggles. Beyond that, I'm hoping you can reap the benefit of these lessons too so that you can keep moving forward with your work in the most efficient way possible. So without further ado, let's dive in. Lesson number one is that it's entirely possible to write a first draft in 90 days if you do the hard work of outlining and pressure testing your story up front. So earlier this year, I worked with a writer who told me she was going to have a three-month break from work and that she wanted to focus on writing the first draft of her novel during the break. At first, I tried to talk her out of doing this, and by that, I mean I tried to explain that it's really, really hard to write a first draft in three months. But it was really important for her to take this time to focus on her novel, so I said the only way I thought she could do it was if we started planning and pressure testing her story now so that she could hit the ground running or writing on day one of her break. So luckily she agreed to that and we started planning out the big picture of her story, so things like her protagonist's arc of change, determining her global genre, creating a scene-by-scene outline, and things like that. Then we spent about a month fine-tuning everything. So we drilled even further down into her character's arc, and we made sure that we could see the arc of change in her scene-by-scene outline from beginning to end. We drilled down into each scene on her outline to make sure that her protagonist had a goal in each scene, and that we more or less knew the structure of each scene, or what was going to happen in each one of her scenes. We also looked at the outline and made sure that each act or each section of her story was doing its job from a structural standpoint. And all of this was hard work. So by the end of that first month, we were both exhausted, but we felt super confident about her story's foundation. She had a fully fleshed out main character and a scene-by-scene roadmap that she could follow when she started writing. So when day one of her break from work started, she was able to hit the ground running. Every day, she was able to sit down at her desk and she knew exactly what she needed to write in each scene. And not only that, but she knew exactly how her character was feeling in each scene because she'd done the hard work to get to know her up front. The other thing she had to do was show up and actually write about 6,000 words per week 
in order to have a first draft done in three months. So it wasn't just the hard work of planning and pressure testing her outline. It was also about showing up every day and then executing on her plan. So long story short, there were speed bumps along the way, but she accomplished her goal of writing a full first draft in 90 days. And the best part is that it was a pretty good quality draft too. So because she had done the hard work of planning and pressure testing her story up front, her draft was more like the quality of a second or third draft. And as you can imagine, I was super proud of her and so very impressed with all of her hard work. The key takeaway here is that it is possible to write a first draft in 90 days if you do the hard work of planning your story up front. And not just planning or outlining your story, but pressure testing your idea and your outline to make sure that you've addressed any plot holes, that you've properly fleshed out your character's arc, and that you've hit key structural moments that a story needs in order to work. Lesson number two is that it's okay to start with the plot of your story or the external stuff that happens as long as you have some idea of your character's internal arc. I worked with a handful of writers this year who had a really hard time managing both the external and the internal pieces of their story at the same time. And what I mean by this is that some writers see plot events really easily so they know what their character has to do, who they're going to have to see, and where they have to go. But it's not easy for them to figure out how their character's arc plays into these external plot events. So in this scenario, they focus on the external stuff and their draft ends up being just that, a draft full of stuff that happens and it doesn't really have any meaning. Other writers have an easier time seeing the internal thread of their story, so they know their character quite intimately and they know what kind of change arc they want to show in their story, but they don't know how to build out the external plot events. So in this scenario, they focus on the internal thoughts and feelings of their character and their draft ends up reading like a manifesto with nothing actually happening. And if you can relate to either of these scenarios, I hope you realize that you're not alone and that falling into either one of these camps is actually quite common. Now, let me tell you about a writer I worked with this year who was in the first camp. So she could see the plot events that needed to happen in her story, but she wasn't quite sure how the internal stuff would layer in just yet. So in order for her to feel like she had the freedom to focus on the external plot events while drafting and to really get the external structure of her scenes nailed down, we still had to have some idea of how her character would grow and change. So we knew what her character's arc would be, but we also knew that not all the internal stuff would be 100% on the page in this draft, and that's okay. So if you can relate or if you have a hard time laying down both the external plot and your character's internal arc at the same time, don't worry. What I want you to do is have a sense of your character's internal arc before you start laying down the external. So how will your protagonist change as a result of what's happening in the plot? How will they start the story and how will they have changed by the end of the story? Once you know what their arc will look like, you can start building out each of your scenes with that arc in mind. And if you need help fleshing out your protagonist, you can go back and check out episode number seven of this podcast, where I walk you through five questions that will help you create compelling characters. I'll link to that episode in the show notes, but it's episode number seven if you want to go look it up yourself. So the key takeaway here is that you do want to have both the external and the internal threads of your story in mind before you start writing. But you don't have to put 100% pressure on yourself to get both the external and the internal on the page at the same time. 
If you can get both on the page in your first draft, that's great, but sometimes it's just not doable and I'd rather see you finish a draft than get stuck writing the same scenes over and over and over in order to achieve the ideal balance of external and internal. Lesson number three is that learning how to write a scene can change your life. So nearly every single writer I worked with this year said that the main thing that changed their writing life or the main thing that enabled them to finish their first draft was learning how to write a scene that works. And as you may know, I'm a certified story grid editor, and I really love the scene structuring method that Sean Coyne calls the five commandments of storytelling. I will link to an article that goes over these elements in details in the show notes, but I also wanted to quickly run through them here because I think they're so good and so important. So in each scene, your character needs to have some kind of goal, right? If you've done the work to develop your character, you know there's an overarching goal that your protagonist wants to accomplish and that in each scene, ideally, he or she is taking one step closer to accomplishing that big picture goal. So like I said, we start with a goal and then those five commandments come into play. The first commandment is that there needs to be an inciting incident or something unexpected that happens in the scene. So your character has a goal, they expect things to unfold one way, but they don't 100% go according to plan. So that's the inciting incident, the first thing that doesn't go according to plan. After the inciting incident, your character will face more and more conflict that eventually builds up to commandment number two or the turning point. The turning point is the moment of highest conflict when a character realizes they can no longer go after their scene goal as planned. So they either have to completely abandon their plan for accomplishing that scene goal, or they have to come up with a slightly different plan for accomplishing their scene goal. This choice between two things is commandment number three or the crisis moment. So will your character do X or will they do Y? And ideally, this decision is either between two equally good things or two equally bad things. We want this to be a hard decision because if it's not a hard decision, it's probably not going to be interesting and it's probably not going to move your story forward. Then commandment number four is the climax or the moment in which your character acts on their decision. So what did they choose to do, X or Y? And then after that, you wrap things up with commandment number five or the resolution of the scene, which shows how your character's decision worked out for them. So how do they feel now and what are they planning to do next? And those are the five commandments in a very quick nutshell. They're one of my favorite ways for structuring a scene. And like I said, I will link to the article in the show notes if you want to check it out. I also plan on doing a full episode that goes into each of these commandments a little more in depth sometime soon. So keep an eye out for that. The key takeaway here is that if you can learn to write a well-structured scene that works, it's going to be much easier to write a full draft of a story that works. And that's because each scene is essentially a mini story in itself. So if you can nail the structure of a scene and create a nice arc of change within a scene, it's easier to do that on the global story level as well. Lesson number four is that it's okay if your first draft isn't perfect. It's no secret that perfectionism is really tough. It's impacted almost every writer I've worked with this year, and it's something that affects me in my own writing too. I hear from writers all the time who say they've written many, many versions of their first scene and they never make progress toward a finished draft. Now, some of this is probably due to lack of planning or maybe a lack of understanding what it takes to write a scene, but I'd say at least 95% of what stops these writers is the sense that their writing just wasn't good enough. And as a book coach, this makes me super sad because A, I know how it feels myself, 
And B, I know that if you can just get to the end of a draft, then the road to the end gets a lot easier. If you find yourself in this situation where you're rewriting the first couple pages over and over, I want you to go check out my workshop that walks you through the key elements your opening pages need to have in order to hook readers and pull them into the rest of your story. This workshop was designed to give you the tools you need to push past perfectionism so that you can finally make progress toward a finished draft. You can learn more about that workshop at savannagilbo.com forward slash pages. Now, I want to tell you about a writer I worked with that was having a hard time getting into the head of her characters. And one day we were talking about why she thought she was having such a hard time. And she said, well, what if I do? And it just sounds stupid. Like, what if I put my character's thoughts and feelings on the page and everything sounds cheesy or like I'm trying too hard? So I said, okay, well, what if that does happen? What's the worst case scenario? And then we both kind of laughed about it because she realized that in reality, nothing bad was really going to happen. She would see whatever she wrote. I would see whatever she wrote, and then we would work together to make it better if we needed to, just like we do for everything else in the draft. So luckily, this realization was all it took for her to push past her perfectionism. And after that, she started opening up and getting into her character's head more, and it was just really great. So the key takeaway here is that sometimes you have to get out of your own way, and sometimes you have to be okay with being uncomfortable. And what I mean by that is if you write something that's not perfect, sure, it's uncomfortable. Trust me, I know the feeling firsthand. But guess what? You can survive uncomfortable. You can be uncomfortable and finish a draft. And when you're done, you can then work on making it better. And this actually reminds me of my mantra that I had for the last year that was progress, not perfection. So if you struggle with perfectionism, feel free to borrow my mantra and write it down. One more time, it's progress, not perfection. Lesson number five is that the second draft is where the magic happens. So one of the writers I worked with this year got all the way to the end of a draft and was so excited to have finished, but then went back and looked at the beginning of her story and thought it was terrible. Now, a bit of backstory here is I encouraged this writer to push through the beginning of her story because I knew she would uncover more and more about her story and her characters if she kept writing. Sure enough, in the middle of her draft, she had a brilliant idea that made the story 10 times more awesome. So instead of going backwards all the way to page one, we implemented this new idea into the back half of her draft so that we could write forward to the new and improved climax of her story. When she went back to look at the first half of her draft, of course it wasn't as good or as interesting because we didn't go back and change anything. So the new ideas weren't in the first half of her draft, so the first handful of pages pretty much paled in comparison to the back half of her draft, and that didn't feel very good to her. The reason I'm telling you this is because it's completely normal if this happens to you. So this was not the first writer I've worked with who's had this happen, and I know it won't be the last. What I'm trying to point out here is that this is why it's so important to just get through a first draft. It's likely that this writer would not have had that brilliant idea had she not started writing and getting the story onto the page. So what ended up happening is that she went back through and updated the first half to include the changes that already existed in the back half. And when she went back to read through her draft a second time with all the changes made, she was completely in love with her story again. So it's kind of funny, actually, how this happens. She was super excited about the back half of her draft. And then when she went and reread the first handful of pages, it's almost like she forgot about all the cool stuff that she implemented and thought of in the back half. But anyway, the key takeaway here is that if you don't get to the end of a first draft, you'll never see all the amazing ideas that come up as you write. 
you have to tell yourself that revisions are where the magic happens. Just get the first draft done and then work on making it better. If you spend too much time going back and revising, you're never going to get those aha moments or the gold that comes from sitting down and writing. So those are the five biggest lessons I learned from coaching writers this year, and I really wanted to share those with you guys because I think they're all super relatable. I'm sure you could see yourself in at least one of those examples, and hopefully these lessons and the takeaways will help you to keep moving forward with your work. Now, let's do a quick recap before I let you go. Lesson number one is that it's totally possible to write a first draft in 90 days if you do the hard work to outline and pressure test your story up front. Lesson number two is that it's okay to start with the plot of your story or the external stuff that happens as long as you have some idea of your character's internal arc. Lesson number three is that if you can learn to write a scene that works, your writing will improve so much and it will be easier to write a first draft of a story that works too. Lesson number four is that it's okay if your first draft or even your second draft isn't perfect. And that's because no matter how much work you do up front, you're never going to have everything figured out before you sit down to write. So may as well just get that first draft written. Lesson number five is that your second draft is where the magic happens. So focus on getting the first draft done so that you can then benefit from all the aha moments and new ideas that come from getting to know your story more. So that's it for today's show. As always, I want to thank you so much for tuning in and showing your support. If you want to check out any of the links I mentioned in this episode, you can find them over at savannagilbo.com forward slash podcast. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to the show because there's going to be another brand new episode coming out next week. If you're an Apple user, I'd really appreciate it if you took a few seconds to leave a quick rating and review. Your ratings and reviews tell iTunes that this is a podcast that's worth listening to. And in turn, that helps this show get in front of more fiction writers just like you. So that's it for today's show. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, happy writing.